Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. Raising his eyes toward his disciples, Jesus said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. The Gospel of the Lord. Near Christ, sorrow turns to joy. Our Lord announces on several occasions that anyone who truly aspires to follow Him closely will come into confrontation with the deeds of those who show themselves to be enemies of God and also of those who, although Christians, do not live in accordance with their faith. On his way towards sanctity, the Christian will encounter at times a hostile climate that our Lord did not hesitate to name with the hard word, persecution. In the last of the Beatitudes, collected by St. Luke in the Gospel of the Mass, Jesus tells us, Blessed shall you be when men hate you, and when they shut you out, and reproach you, and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. And we should not think that this persecution in the different ways in which it can present itself is something exceptional, that it will happen in special times or only in determined places. No disciple is above his teacher, nor is the servant above his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more those of his household. And St. Paul warned Timothy in this way, and all who want to live piously in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But persecution does not mean disgrace, but of blessedness, joy, and happiness, because it is a sign of authenticity in the following of Christ, a clear indication that both persons and works are heading in the right direction. If sometimes God permits us to feel the pain of open persecution, 
calumny and defamation or of something more hidden, employing, say, an irony that ridicules Christian values or of the pressures of an environment that tries to intimidate those who dare to maintain Christian standards, lowering them instead in public esteem. We have to know that this is a circumstance permitted by God so that we can achieve good results since, as one martyr said while on his way to death, the harder the struggle, the greater the price. Then it is that we should thank our Lord for this confidence He has had in us in considering us capable of suffering something, however little it may be for His sake. We will imitate, even though it be at a long distance, the apostles who, after having been whipped publicly for preaching the good news, came joyfully away from the Sanhedrin because they had been counted worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. They did not let up in their apostolate, but preached Jesus with more fervor and joy. Neither should we be silent in like circumstances. Prayer then has to be more intense, and even greater our concern for souls. It is good to recall the words of the Lord, Be glad on that day and rejoice, because your reward will be great in heaven. Near Christ, sorrow turns to joy. It is better for me, Lord, to suffer tribulation as long as you are with me, than to reign without you, rejoice without you, glory in itself without you. It is better for me, Lord, to embrace you in tribulation, to have you with me in the furnace of fire, than to be without you, even in heaven itself. What would heaven mean to me without you? And with you, what would earth matter? The Opposition from the Good Also, our Lord warns us in the Gospel of today's Mass, Woe to you when all men speak well of you. In the the self-manner their fathers used to treat the prophets. Faith, when it is authentic, brings down into opposition with itself many selfish interests so as not to cause scandal. It is difficult, perhaps impossible, to be a good Christian and not find oneself in conflict with the workies and comfortable atmosphere that is frequently pagan. We have to ask continually for peace in the church and for Christians of every country, but we should not be surprised or frightened if there is resistance from our surrounding to the teaching of Christ that we want to spread, a resistance in the shape of defamation, calumnies, etc., God will help us to receive abundant results from those situations. When St. Paul arrived in Rome, the Jews living there said, referring to the infant church, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. At the end of the 20th century, we see, both in recent history as well as at the present moment, how in various countries thousands of good Christians, priests, and laypersons have suffered martyrdom on account of their faith have been marginalized or discriminated against for their reliefs, or have been kept out of public offices or teaching positions on account of their Catholicism, or encounter difficulties 
in procuring for their children a Christian education. Alternatively, it is the same oppressive atmosphere that looks upon religious or archaic as archaic, while modernity and progress are conceived of as liberation from restrictive religious ideas. It is difficult to understand calumny or persecution, either open or veiled, in an era in which one hears so much about tolerance, understanding, fellowship, and peace. But attacks are more difficult to understand when they come from good men, when Christian persecutes, no matter how, another Christian, or a brother, his brother. Our Lord prepares His own for the inevitable times when those who would defame, calumniate, or undermine their apostolic work would not be pagans or enemies of Christ, but brothers in the faith who would think that these actions they would be doing in service of God. This opposition from the good, an, appre- an expression that the founder of Abba's Day coined to describe a phenomenon that he experienced so painfully in his own life, is a trial that God sometimes permits. It is particularly painful for the Christian to whom it happens. The motives of the calumniators are usually due to human passions that can distort good judgment and complicate the clear intention of men who profess the same faith as those they attack and who make up the same people of God. There are at times jealousies that supervene rather than zeal for souls, rash allegations that appear to derive from enemy and make it possible to consider as evil the good that is done by others. There can also be a kind of blinkering dogmatism that refuses to recognize for others the right to think in a different way in matters left by God to the free judgment of men. The opposition from the good usually shows itself in antipathy towards some brothers in the faith in a more or less mass opposition to their work and a criticism that is as destructive as it is ill-informed. In any case, the position of the Christian who wants above all to be faithful to Christ has to be one where he can pardon, make amends, and act with rectitude of intention, all the time allowing towards Christ, looking towards Christ. Don't expect people's applause for your work. What is more, sometimes you mustn't even what is more, sometimes you mustn't even expect other people and institutions who like you are working for Christ to understand you. Seek only the glory of God, and while loving everyone, don't worry if there are some who do not comprehend what it is you are doing. Fruits from Lack of Understanding We have to benefit greatly from opposition. Violent persecutions had broken out, and that priest prayed, Jesus, may every sacrilegious fire increase in me the fire of love and reparation. Not only should difficulties not make us lose our peace or be a cause of discouragement, but rather they have to help us to enrich our soul to make gains in interior maturity, in fortitude, in charity, in spirit of reparation and amendment, and in understanding. Now, and in the kind of difficult moments that which they're being uninterrupted can happen in our life, those 
patient and serene words St. Peter wrote to the early Christians when they suffered calumnies and persecution will do us much good. Better to suffer while doing good, if such is the will of God, than to suffer when doing evil. The Lord will take advantage of our hours of sorrow in order to bring about good for other people. Sometimes He makes His intervention by means of miracles, other times by punishment, other times again by the happy events of this world, and finally, in some cases, by adversity. In every situation, we will always have open to us motives for being happy and optimistic, with the optimism born of faith and confident prayer. Christianity has too often been in what appeared at the time to be fatal danger for us, now, now to be frightened by yet another such test. The ways by which providence ransoms and saves its elect are unforeseeable. At times, our enemy becomes a friend. At times, he is despoiled of the capacity for evil that made him fearsome. At times, he auto-destructs, or without desiring it, produces beneficial effects and simply vanishes without leaving a trace. Generally, the church does not have to do anything but persevere with peace and confidence in the fulfillment of its tasks, remain serene, and await salvation from God. The moments in which we encounter opposition and difficulties without exaggerating them are particularly propitious for exercising a whole range of virtues. We should pray for those who do evil to us, even without our knowing it, so that they may leave off offending God. We can strive to make amends to the Lord, to be even more apostolic, and to protect with exquisite, exquisite charity those weaker brothers in the faith who on account of their age, their lack of formation, or for special situations, may find themselves in, in could sustain a greater harm to their souls. The Virgin, our Mother, who helps us in every moment, will hear us particularly in more difficult times. Turn to Our Lady, the Mother, Daughter, and Spouse of God, and Our Mother, and ask her to obtain more graces for you from the Blessed Trinity, the grace of faith, of hope, of love, and of contrition, so that when it seems that a harsh dry wind is blowing in your life, threatening to parch and blast the flowers of your soul, they will not wither, and neither will those of your brothers.